Yeah, I think I I embrace you in in some in some way. I embrace the the. I embrace your your energy and that's awesome man come on dudes Listening to the Moron Bros Show here at RealPunkRadio.com. My name is Keegan. I'm CJ. And we are the Moron Bros. Each week we come to you bringing you the best, worst, and fuzziest music of across the internet and more. Uh, like a challenge for today's music playlist. You want fuzzy music? We're going to yeah. do fuzzy music. I don't know what it is, but we're going to find out today. All right. Speaking of fuzzy music, we have two guys. With us today, with big fuzzy beards, what's going on, dudes? Hey, uh, I'm Mr. Cockerham, the high school teacher. And okay. Mr. Tony Marini, if you don't mind, sir. And we're from the YHST podcast. You haven't seen that, where we do a weekly movie review podcast uh, each week and uh, talk about the movies. Yeah, we did, a, uh, we did a little run through of your guys' first video on our Twitch stream a couple weeks back. Uh, we tried to get your year in review. The the you kept trying to send us the list part, and we couldn't find it. But that's probably more an operator error. Yeah, <laughs> I have a lot going on. If one button doesn't do many things for me, it's just like, <laughs> dude, this whole process for both of us has been crazy. Because you know, it's not just sitting down having a conversation and doing doing the show. It's also all like the back work. I mean, you guys get it, you know, like yeah. it's about getting the, the software together and matching that with the video. Now that we're on video, you can find us on YouTube and it's awesome. It's cool. Yeah. It's fun. We, we have a good time with it. So what are you guys, what are your guys' plan for uh, 2022 with the show? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. What do you think, Tony? Like, like the overall plan? What, what, what's, the, what's the theme and goal of 2022 for YHST? 
Or just a couple I mean, of movies that you guys are eyeballing for 2022. Yeah, it's hard to say that we ever have a goal. Um, but oh. recently, we decided to start integrating some series to as like a regular uh, monthly thing that we do. Oh, okay. uh, so we're going to do Fast and Furious. So we're oh, going to run through the series over the next couple of months, and that should be a really good time. Yeah, yeah, that's um, going to be fun. That's going to be good, yeah, for sure. And then the yeah, it's exciting, cut. man. It's been a it's been a super interesting process, like Sean said, trying to get. I mean, just doing the audio is one thing, but now we're trying to do video and going through. You guys should get and, uh, a, a different member of your family for each Fast and the Furious to join you, because <laughs> the, the movie's all about family, dude. The movie is all. About That's family. true. That's true. It's all about family. That would although be the, awesome. Although That's the Tokyo Drift. The Tokyo no, Drift on. episode would be weird because, like, that movie is like explicitly about how that kid loses all of his family. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Like, <laughs> it's a great yeah, time like to reconnect with your estranged uncle, though. There you go. That's cool. Uh, I I want to I want to watch more Nicolas Cage movies. That's my oh. goal for 2022: more Nicolas Cage movies. Because okay. Tony Have we gone through them. Like, do we really Tony have to do any more? Loves Nicolas Cage. He loves him. He's got some obscure ones too. Yeah, oh, we've does. watched them. We've watched them. Okay, he sure does. I get uh, him 2020... and John... Oh, sorry. No, you're okay. 2021. Uh, Nicolas Cage did a movie called Prisoners of the Ghostland. I'm aware. And oh, did you see it? Yeah. <laughs> What'd you yeah. think of it? It's a it's a ridiculous fucking movie, and uh, I watched it with my dad, who's just like, like to him that it's like. Every Steven Seagal film is art. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. So like he just raged. He loved it. He he raged through the whole film. <laughs> I did too. I loved it. I thought it was fun and stupid and I don't know. It felt oh. like it it also came out during like this mass push of like South Korean films, right? Like what's yeah. that TV show that just released? Squid Game. Yeah, dude. People yeah. are like, and Parasite came out. People are like so South Korean right now. They're like so in it. And Nicolas Cage was like, I can do this. I can do this. <laughs> I, could, I could also be yeah, South Korean. It's totally a Steven Seagal train of thought. Hey, if John, yeah. Wayne, if John Wayne can be Genghis Khan, I'd bet that, that Nicolas Cage could be amorphous south korean <laughs> maybe that's yeah, what we yeah. should do bro maybe we should do some john wayne movies just do like uh if just see that descent into madness if you That'd don't do where he plays genghis khan like you just you're missing out you're missing out that movie is that uh, he plays genghis khan he plays genghis khan is you don't know what you're missing lady like from the back <laughs> of a horse and he's like the <laughs> only white guy like everybody else in the movie is properly casted. They didn't he's even brown cool. face him though. Not at all. He, in fact, well, he was like, tan. He that's pretty. Like, that's that's pretty progressive, him. actually, for that time. They did. Yeah, no, they still them, gave him. Right? They still gave him the worst mustache imaginable. Okay. Yeah. They're like your skin looks like leather, so you're fine. You're totally right. fine. <laughs> right. Right. But yeah. My my big uh, movie over the pandemic that, that that's in that kind of uh, Nicholas Cage vein was Unhinged with Russell Crowe. Oh, was, I heard about that. That's he was the absolutely rage, right? unhinged in that movie, man. <laughs> <laughs> they build it perfectly. Yeah, like I was like the whole time I was watching it with my wife, I was like, "This dude's fucking unhinged. This is insane." <laughs> I remember. Did you guys see the uh, Nick Cage movie where he's like hunting Osama bin Laden? 
I don't think I've seen that one. No. <laughs> There's a movie no. where he plays a dude who like goes insane or not like insane. I think he's like off his meds or something. And like he thinks he's getting like messages from a satellite like he's intercepting his brain is somehow intercepting messages from a satellite that is telling him where osama bin laden is right and like he goes to afghanistan and like actually hunts and apparently 100 percent true story i was like what and then what? and and osama bin laden gets killed while he's there by the u.s government so he's like freaks out and thinks that like he was like prophesied dude the movie it's great. It's hilarious because, like, the, I don't think it was meant to be a comedy, but I laughed the, the whole true time. story actually about Nicolas Cage's life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 exactly. <laughs> so, so they're in uh, in 2022. There's a new movie coming out. I can't remember the name of it, but it's Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas Cage. Uh, All right. And it's very Nicolas Cage esque. The ultimate role. Yeah, yeah. Of course, it's like the um, being John Malkovich, right? It's like the. Uh, the the metaphysical aspect of of movie making, I'm sure Tony will love it because yeah, Tony just, loves like, Nicolas uh, Cage. Recently Fucking married, baby. like a a 23 year old child. That sounds right. Yeah. I believe it. It sounds like a Nick Cage move. It's good. There's some Woody Allen vibes going on over yeah, there. I'm sure. that guy. You, you can't cage Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can't. <laughs> That's good. But we had you guys on because we have a new segment that we want to debut, but we'll do that in the next one. But before we do, the first thing we do every single episode here at the Moron Bro Show is we do our weeks in review through song. CJ, what song do you got for us this week? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, DJ Buttlust. Let's see. I did Eat the Meek and I did Blasphemy the Victimless Crime. So I'm going to go with uh, Jamaica's All Right if you like homophobes cover. Okay. All right. Actually, that's like one of my favorite NoFX songs. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. I am going with Great Big C Helmet Head because I played a bunch of hockey this week and I got a bunch of more hockey to play this week. Last week. I, oh, man, I fucked myself all up now. Anyway. What do you guys got for us? What yeah. do I guess got? All right. So oldie but a goodie. And of course, I'm always going to go with my favorite Incubus. <laughs> I uh, dove back back into their older album, Science. I do that uh, from time song, to time. song called Summer Romance. It's one of my all-time favorites. Hell yeah. Such a good tune. So fun to listen to, man. I saw Incubus uh, a couple years back. They're the best. It was I so get, random. I get into their old stuff sometimes. Yeah. We did their a, old uh, stuff is really fun, man. We did an uh, Incubus cover band at the Cubby Bear some years ago. Okay. Dude, it was fun. Like To watch a band who's still, you know, Incubus is still active, still right. putting out albums, right? And, like, to see a band who's like, no, we're also going to do this thing. <laughs> yeah, God their name was Incubus. It was awesome. That's what I, was, I was thinking, call it the goddamn Incubi. Watch yeah. <laughs> out, goddamn Succubi! <laughs> I said about tree fitting. Uh, and I'm going to do Gainesville Rock City by Less Than Jake. Hell yeah. Because for two reasons... One, you boys hate yourself some less than Jake style. I love, Scott. Le I, I love less than Jake. No, don't, you guys don't shit get on both of you. Both don't of you get it twisted. I, should talk to, I like less I've than Jake. Scott, but, we shit on uh, everything, to be fair. There, to be fair. There are bands that do less than Jake better than less than Jake. There, that's true. <laughs> At least one. So, so there's a reason why I'm doing Gainesville Rock City. It's Is not it? my favorite less than Jake song, but have you ever guys, have you ever been to Gainesville? Yes. Yeah. It's a shithole. Sure There's is. a total utter shithole. 
It's I mean, produced a lot of good bands over the years, though. A lot of good Weird, music, right? Weird. Yeah. But you know what? I, like, I think shitty places just manifest good art, right? Like, because it's like you're in a yeah. bad situation. You're like, well, I got to make this better somehow. You know? <laughs> so that's my mindset is that Northwest Indiana is also a shitty place and it's also creating Fucking and curating sad. some really great stuff. You Every know? now and again, you get Michael Jackson. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so Gainesville, Rock City, because it makes me think of Northwest Indiana. All right. So we've got, let's see, I got all written down here. Great big C with Helmet Head, DJ Buttlust with, what did I call it? Uh, we'll call it Jamaica's All Right. Uh, Incubi with Summer Romance and Less Than Jake with Gainesville Rocksteady. You're listening to the Moron Bros Show here at RealPunkRadio.com. Let's check it out. I was just 17 when I made the AHL. I couldn't skate in junior, but my fist rang like a bell. I'll never win a title and I'll never win a cup. But when it comes to ladies, I've had the best of luck. My first girl was a sly one, she's hanging around the rink. They sent me off to Cornwall as fast as you could blink. And Moose I was right love, the daughter of the coach. He traded me for nothing, didn't take the my approach. So goodbye. Very well. There's no time for delay. You see her in the face of her, can't you play my play? So goodbye. Very well. I'm glad you shared my bed, but never trust a fella with a helmet on his head. So much in
truck stop hallway door is looking worn and I can't hardly read it anymore. I feel like I'm a spectro down the map and I can't help my urge to laugh. I never used to feel like that. Well, City, less than Jake there, Incubi before that with Summer Romance. That's what I have called them for so many years. The goddamn Incubi. Uh, DJ Buttlust before that, Jamaica's all right. I think I would called it if you're a misogynist or homophobe on the, the official release. Okay. Uh, and Great Big C with Helmet Head. Well, everybody, I have an idea for a new segment. So every time we have a guest, CJ, and, and and Sean and, and Tony, every time we have a guest on, I, we always have to like cut out certain segments because because it's going to take for the sake of time. And everybody's, you know, we're, you're important people. You got things to do. But I, I thought of a segment that made us think of you first and foremost, but also that I think really will get our guests involved uh, on the shows with with some of our segments. So I call it I thought of a movie. Uh, this segment will basically be me describing a movie and Sean, Tony, and CJ will be trying to give me a name for it. Okay. Uh, so here we go. This is a movie from my mind palace that you guys should name for me. Here we go. So I'm thinking, uh, it's like set, you know, modern day America. Um, there's a guy trying to do um, a heist. He wants to he wants to do like one of the you know get out of the business style heists, okay? And uh, eventually, he's like he goes to like this lady who he's like friends with, been friends with his whole life. She's gonna be like his inside person into like the uh, the IRS, right? Like he's really gonna he's going from oh, the he's inside. heisting the IRS. Yeah, he's going from okay. the inside. He's he's cyber. Do they even have any physical money? Dude, he's uh, this, he's cyber heisting. He's, he's trying stealing to, the IRS's Bitcoin. Right. He's trying to get he's trying to get debt like erased. He's got like a big debt. Let's go with that. Okay. So okay. I feel so, I feel for this guy. 
Okay, getting, like the mob's coming after him. Like they're kind of weighing over him. He needs to pull a big heist. Perfect. He needs to get the mob off of his back. He needs perfect. to set himself clean. He they needs to get that shot. job. They cut his one pinky last job. You guys are already. really focusing on the wrong thing. Here we go. So, <laughs> so this guy, he's like, he tells the lady though. She's like, you need to assemble like a crack team. Like it's got to be the best of the best. And he's like, all right, team of crackheads. No, a crack team. Like the, like, you know, like a, like a, like you know, like a, the, the guys. Like he's got to. Right, right. He's got an Ocean's Eleven hit it a bit, right? So okay. he's like, okay, I've got, I think I've got a plan. I have, I, I've thought of a team of some of the best uh, uh, people in the world as far as information breaking and getting into uh, different things like this. So he brings in one guy who's just like, he's all about computers. He's the man behind the desk, best man behind the desk ever. I'm thinking Kevin Smith. I loved him in Southland Tales uh, as the guy behind the computer. Okay. Um, the clerk's you know, the, guy? Yeah. Oh, okay. He lost a lot of weight. He's he could do it. He could do it. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, okay. goes to goes to uh he's like, okay, and uh, now I got uh this other guy, he's like a uh you know master of faces. He can get in places out of places. Maybe a uh maybe a Tom Hardy, probably Tom Holland, just because we want to keep things, we want to get the jet and Z involved. Those so, are significantly two different people, Tom Hardy and Tom Holland. I understand, but we Sig- significantly different. And for either of them, Tom. and we end up with Billy Zane for sure. Oh my god, okay. Billy Zane still an upside. Anyway, and then he's like, "Okay, now the next one, I know you're not going to be okay with." And they're like, "What?" He's like, "I can't tell you." And they're like, "Okay." And then it's just like this big heist, like cut scenes. They're they're all getting into this like maximum security prison. They blow out a wall. And like the wall falls down and then just the smoke billowing out. And then you see a, uh, the light of a cigarette as out from behind that wall comes Jeffrey Epstein. Then you find out that this is from this is actually set two years ago and he faked his death in order for them to get him out of prison and use him and his connections to extort all of the richest people in the world. And get all of the information and use that. And then this guy is basically just runs the world. He's now the puppet master. What do I call this movie guys? I think that's pretty easy to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got? And how do we, and how do we end? I it? mean, Ep- Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> I mean, you just name it the, the meme that the world already knows. Okay. I mean, you also have to deliver a good line. Like, right. You got Tom Holland that's playing this character and Epstein walks up and he, he takes a good drag from a cigarette and he blows it out and he looks at Tom Holland and goes, you're not old enough. <laughs> Something like that. Right. <laughs> took, took you guys long enough. <clears throat> and my whole thing is, is, I think the dynamic of the team is like the whole time they're like, I'm really not cool with like working with this guy. Like, I don't really want him on the team and then like the main guy being like look i told you i was assembling the worst criminals in the world and like what you said to do it you know what i mean this seems like if epstein uh faked his own his own murder that he would have set aside enough he money. Didn't, he didn't fake it they faked it to get him out this this master oh, okay guy. yeah I mean, but uh, what does epstein do uses his connections to extort the richest people and most powerful people in the world I mean, I guess he's connected to the government and the IRS. Right. He like calls up Bill Clinton. He's like, "Yo, yeah. bitch." I'm, I'm really not focusing on the uh, the the human trafficking part. More that he was trafficking humans for really important people. Hmm. Yeah. 
I don't know. You got one, Tony? You yeah, really I... took Tony for a whirlwind. <laughs> yeah, I thought I had something. <laughs> That's what I was saying, man. This movie... I was really working on something with like the A team and the heist and like Bitcoin, uh, e trading, big conspiracy. And then you hit me with Jeffrey Epstein and it really threw me off. <laughs> I really thought I had something and you threw me off. I mean, if you. You always forget that, like, oh, yeah, he is a really prolific criminal. Like, he's one of the most famous criminals. He's not just, like, a, just a rant. I think I got another one. What's that? Uh, the Diddler on the Roof. There you go. The Diddler on the Roof. I, I can get behind that. Diddler on the Roof. Yeah, I thought we weren't and focusing also- on the human trafficking thing, though. <laughs> You I know, mean, yeah. I never, I never follow the rules. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know what I like about Diddler on the Roof is that you can put this, you can like, make it a musical, first of all. You can make it a musical. You can 100% make it. It really it softens the blow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I just imagine I imagine the poster. The poster of it is Jeffrey Epstein, but you don't know it's Jeffrey Epstein. And he's got this trench coat on, and he's on the roof, and he's, he's dragging a cigarette, and it's Diddler on the roof. And you're like, who is the Diddler on the roof? <laughs> we make it a musical yeah. so that when the bricks fall and the smoke billows out, tap number. As he just comes out, yeah. a full on tap number. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Took you long enough. Like it'll be great. <laughs> Maybe bring in a light show too, like a neon lights. Like, oh, like, yeah. like come down and those neon lights. Like, is the words of Jeffrey the, the entire thing, uh, the entire soundscape is orchestrated by the Blue Man Group. Oh my god, we get the blue man group okay. to do the full yep. For sure. So it's like a real like modern really? art percussive. I thought performance. A, I thought a teenage high school band should probably do it. <laughs> you do the blue man group and then the body double that you have for Epstein is just one of the blue men. So <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Any who's there. So I'm you guys got one? you thought would play That's Jeffrey fun. Epstein. Who would play Jeffrey Epstein? Danny DeVito. Oh my god! Ooh. I was gonna say, yeah, you got to make him into a caricature, like real bad, so that it's not mm. like so that it's parody, and like also you're making fun of him. Like you can put Hitler in a movie as long as you make him effeminate, right? What about the because, new like, Batman Twilight guy? Oh uh, yeah, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, he'd make a Batman. Yeah, yeah. Little age makeup. I didn't even know he was a new uh, Batman until yesterday. Johnny like, Knoxville hey, in full like prosthetic makeup. makeup yeah who's the guy who plays uh in wall street he was also in falling down um oh, what the fuck Hopkins, is his anthony name? hopkins no not anthony no. Hopkins. Uh, um what is his name john lithgow john yeah, lithgow would make a good jeffrey epstein or richard richard greer oh okay all oh, the hamster and the butt guy <laughs> What? Yeah, I think I recognize that name from that too. Wait, he did what? He's the runaway bride guy, right? No. I don't actually know what he looks like. The only thing I know about him is he put hamsters in his It's ass. either Richard Greer or David Greer, but one of them was definitely keystering hamsters. Yeah. Michael Ger- Douglas. Gerbils. Michael, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Different Michael guy. Douglas. Michael Douglas is definitely different guy. Michael uh, Douglas would play the best Jeffrey Epstein, I think. He's very old. He is pretty old. 
I think you're 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 really trying to nail it. I'm saying you got to make him a caricature. <laughs> Char- Charlie Sheen. Because I'm not gonna lie, I think you're you're dead on. That would nail it. He would. Yeah. He would fuck Kevin kill Bacon. It. <laughs> Kevin Bacon. Oh, Kevin Bacon would kill it as yeah, Jeffrey Epstein. Kill mm-hmm. it. That'd be awesome. Kevin Bacon as the Invisible Man as Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Who do, we, do you have any other uh fake films or is that your big That was my fake film. I was just thinking of that okay. in my head. I was like cuz <laughs> it's the full it's the full, that entire thing is basically the entire jumping off point for the whole segment where I was like that's going to be funny. How do I how do I bring that to the show? Now do you reveal <laughs> the Jeffrey Epstein situation in the trailer? No, that- I like no. I like Sean's yeah. idea better of uh diddler on the roof who is the diddler yeah like like you leave that and mystery then, that's and what then you make a me. sequel diddler returns yeah right. the yeah. diddler's revenge yeah yeah no i can get behind that or I like, like a, that or like a, or like a, a buddy comedy uh the fiddler and the diddler no yeah now oh, we can take him yeah yeah no, yeah so who's his buddy who's his buddy and Islaine maxwell is lane maxwell played by uma thurman she would be the fiddler and, and he would be oh, the diddler oh, and, and yeah. it's, it's pretty spot on actually yeah we got a franchise boys we're Dude, we've, we've got a whole universe <laughs> you throw weinstein in there you throw like a bunch of fucking crazy terrible guys you, there you, go. The you could get the veto for weinstein that would make more sense yeah oh, oh yeah perfect I like that. We can Have bring in seen... the Queen of England with uh, with the Prince. Who who who's that guy who was also like in bed with Jeffrey Epstein and like doing Charles. all those heinous crimes? Oh yeah, yeah, Charles the kid. You know, I, I mean, now now you're talking about royalty. I mean, right. you could... Well, I was thinking about that for the angle in the in the heist movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then also, uh, what was I thinking? Fuck, oh, I lost it. I was thinking of something. Fuck. I don't know. Bye-bye. Yep. Um, you ready for my... I got a movie name. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready for this. Okay. I like, uh, I like science fiction. Love okay. science fiction. And I That's feel like... the name of the movie? No. I <laughs> think that science fiction movies always suck today. Like, okay. science fiction movies are always like, was it actually real how they would do it in space? And then Neil deGrasse Tyson has to be like, well, actually, what the, the scientific research I'm supports. Sick of about- Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, my God. Me too. I want to get him yeeks, dude. I'll tell you what. <laughs> we have talked about it before. Guy. Yeah. He's high on our list him. of uh, a fuckable men yeah. <laughs> in the universe. Here For sure. More on Bro Show. <laughs> sure. sure. Uh, robots yeah. in the Amazon. Is it a porno? Call- Sounds like a porno. All I'm, say- All yes. I'm saying is, is the movie is called wavelength. Robots in the Amazon. Now, are the yeah, robots like Amazonian? I feel like they would rust. It's very Dude, moist boy. in the Amazon. We'd have Am- to do part of the story of how they have metal that doesn't rust, probably. So they would have had to have teamed uh, okay. up with the monkeys in the Amazon who like get oil from the fruits and the nuts and keep them oiled. Like they have some mm-hmm. kind of symbiotic relationship with the monkeys in the Amazon. Alien creatures planted robots beneath the Amazon thousands of years ago. Right. Okay. This is why they actually it's the it's the in it's the way that the Amazon grew was like some sort of like 
chemical that was on that they sprayed on the the machines that they buried actually was like a natural fertilizer here on earth totally unrelated they didn't know it was going to do that and so then the amazon sprouts up right well now the aliens are back to get their robots but the u.s government has known they've been there the whole time right no they are sex robots absolutely they're massive sex robots right because they have to because they I'm thinking of like I'm thinking of like so the whole movie is shot like it's like a a a Jerry Brockheimer film right like very like all washed out everybody's fucking like running around a lot of jump cuts but then like when the when the robots have to fuck these other robots for some reason because we haven't figured that out yet but we know that it's gonna happen they like to fuck they're sex robots like it's like Godzilla where that's just people in suits like they're programmed to fuck they don't know why they fuck they just fuck they're programmed to fuck yeah like it's it's a low budget yeah it's totally done on a sound stage and it's very obvious like it's all sex robot costumes from the whitest kids you know (laughs) yeah yes yes the actors have no idea that they're like Like massive massive NBA players though You have to actually make them like large in stature as well. I like get they it. don't actually fit that well into the <laughs> costumes. Right, right, right. Have you ever seen the Tomorrow War, Keegan? The Tomorrow War. No, it's I have newer not. with um, old boy from Jurassic Park and uh, Gardner's Galaxy. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Pratt? Yeah, what not. you're describing minus the sex robots is pretty similar to <laughs> the Tomorrow War. Okay. Pretty good flick if you turn it off with 30 minutes to go. Oh, really? Ends badly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. There's uh, so many movies that end bad. Yeah. They stretch it out too long. There are so many movies that end bad. Like some movies start off just so hot and you're like, oh, oh, this is going to be awesome. And then like you get to the end and you're like, <laughs> what did you do? Yeah. On the flip yeah. side, did you guys have you guys seen that Don't Look Up or yeah, Don't Look Up, the newest that new uh, Netflix yeah. movie? Sure did. No. I have not yet. I liked the end of it. The end of I, it was pretty good. I was not a fan of the movie itself. I was just mm. kind of like, this is very spoon fed. That's but, interesting. You you can go in and like a movie's ending if you don't like the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Because okay, so it it if you see it, you'll understand that like I'm a I'm kind of a whore for realism, right? Like when a movie that is sort of played up or kind of uh, campy has mm-hmm. like a very crushingly real ending to it, that usually will suck me back in, right? Like okay. even if I, even if I've been like sort of grinning my teeth through the whole movie, like ah, oh, this is okay. If like the end of it is like real real fucked up, like the you ever seen The Mist? No, Stephen mm-hmm. King's The Mist. That's it's a great no. one, but the ending of that movie. Real gritty, real hard. Like, like it's it's the whole movie is kind of like you're watching it, and it's there's trapped in a grocery store. There's all these aliens and shit around. It's from like 2007. I'm not ruining anything. Um, it, it, eventually, like this guy has to leave this place, and it's like this very distraught ending. And then that was like at the end, I was like, oh, this fucking movie ruled. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't realize how good this was up until just then. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, and Tony won't watch it, so we could just ruin it. And don't look up, it ends with the planet exploding. Just fucking just destroyed. The planet just gets fucking annihilated. 
And as you're watching this movie, you would think that most Hollywood like producers and like company production companies would be like, no, you need to have like uh, a resolve and like everybody's in harmony and happy. And it's a happy ending. No, dude, it ends bad. It ends real. It ends exactly how in 2022, if we dealt with this issue of a meteor just flying in and just crashing into earth, that's what would happen. We wouldn't do anything about it. And the whole thing would just erupt. Just fuck. I don't want to see it. Yeah, but the I mean, rest of the movie, like to, like Keegan said, is just eh. It's kind how of long, annoying. How long are we talking? Is it a, is isn't it, it like two hours? It was long yeah, as shit, can't do dude. That. It, dude, <laughs> if it's not an hour and forty five or less, Tony ain't watching it. Still See, long, I, I love I long that movies. new Scream last night, and that movie was long as fuck. Really? How do yeah. you make how a Scream that? movie long? It was actually pretty good, to be honest. That's I didn't fall asleep. Like, and we surprised were surprised yeah. that it's good. Yeah, we were in the recliner chairs, and there were a lot of edibles involved, and okay, I stayed awake. There we go. That's all we're really looking to do. All right, well, that was I Thought of a Movie. Uh, thank you guys for being a part of the very first I Thought of a Movie. I can't wait to see what other movies we can think of. Uh, do you guys want to give a quick plug to your podcast? I think you guys might be running out of here just about. Yeah. Uh, first thing, keep doing that segment. I'll keep coming back for that segment to listen oh, hell because yeah. I love that. I think that that's really <laughs> cool. Like we do this all the time with YHST, like Tony and I structure it where, you know, we do the first 10 minutes where we talk about, we talk about the movie that we're going to watch. And in that we read the one liner of the IMDB and we have a fun time with that because Tony will agree people are really bad at writing one-liners to the point where you're like, I don't even want to watch this fucking movie. Right. Well, it's because right. it's written by producers, not writers. Yes. That's the worst part. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a couple of them that are pretty great. And then some of them are just like, what were you doing? You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so like for you guys to come up with that, I think is super unique. Uh, I love it. Um, yeah, we do YHST. You can search it as YHST. You haven't seen that. Uh, every Tuesday we do a movie review. Uh, we watch a different movie. I pick a movie. Tony picks a movie. We watch a new movie. And, and, uh, in the coming of months, we're going to be watching every month. We're going to watch a fast and the furious movie, which I'm not sure. Tony, how many are there? Nine. There's oh, nine. Wow. That was yeah, awesome. dude. So many. So we're going to look at <laughs> a all lot of family. Nine. Yeah, dude. That's a lot <laughs> it's of a family. bunch of family. <laughs> so um yeah man we have a lot of fun with it so uh thanks for having us on we really Dude, thanks for it. coming yeah, yeah appreciate you guys a lot man guys. yeah 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 cj what do we got coming up uh well we got me first in the gimme gimme's coming up i figure we play uh science fiction double feature okay and then we've got anti-flag after that coming from sean with 911 for peace you're listening to the Moron Bros Show here at RealPunkRadio.com. Let's check it out.
Give you some terrible thrills Like a science fiction 
911 for peace. We had anti flag there. Me first in the gimme gimme's before that with science fiction double feature. Uh, thanks again. Shout, yeah, huge shout out to Sean and Tony. Yeah, thanks guys for stopping by and hanging out with us. But you guys, everybody's favorite segment. Here it is. Mbop to the top where we read a page from Jill Matthews unauthorized back in the day. Unauthorized biography of Hansen. CJ, what page are we on? We are on page nine. Oh, I think go. what we established is around a hundred pages. It's a hundred weeks of content. We're almost ten percent done, yeah. guys. We're almost ten percent done. Yeah. All right. This one starts off with a <clears throat> a fresh paragraph. So Okay, here we, we had, go. We had closure last time. I feel bad if like Matt said, I feel like he got he got a, a real plain page. He got the setup. Yeah. He's just gonna have to come back. He's got he's got a hundred more weeks. I was gonna say he's he's not busy. Yeah, if he spreads it out, <laughs> if he spreads it out and he plays his cards right, he's bound he's bound to hit. Oh yeah. Tulsa Public Schools spokesperson Gary Lytall explains the system. Parents do it all. They don't have any help or assistance from public schools at all. There's no formal testing, but if a child wants to go on vocational school or college after being homeschooled, of course he or she would take the appropriate tests, the GED, ACT, or SAT. Okay. So they're explaining the homeschooling method. System, yeah, that's that's where we were at. Okay. Um, Homeschooling is clearly not for everyone, but for the Hansons, who have not stated publicly why they chose the method, it was the perfect way to stay together as a family on the move and control the quality of their children's education at the same time. They didn't want them to mix with general population. Yeah. This is why those early pages of like, I swear they're not racist was yeah. totally necessary. Yeah. You guys thought we were just kidding. Like, oh, the moron bros blowing it out of proportion. Why Jill Matthews would say these things. No, you uh, we were right. <laughs> about all, all things Jill Matthews. There was, there was a lot of things to justify coming up. This is number one. As they prepared for the big move overseas, naturally, they didn't neglect their beloved music. Because of language and cultural differences in South America and the Caribbean, the family knew they would not be able to tune into their favorite Top 40 station, nor would they be able to watch television. There wasn't any. Uh, wow. What? Uh, there is definitely television in the places. I'm like, pretty sure there's, yeah. I'm pretty sure. This is uh, beautiful. This is beautiful. I love it. Like, it, like they didn't exist before satellites. Like, and and here's the thing, right? Is it's just like they're doing anything they can. Like, even in Tulsa, it seems like they were doing anything they could to make them. Sounds not... to me like their parents might have been lying to them. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> seems like later. I, I feel like later in life, they all probably realized it too. Like they oh, all yeah. probably like had that day where they were like, "Hey, were we like kind of." raised in a fucked up way and then like they oh, were yeah. just like oh yeah oh fuck oh, yeah. well at least they're not racist <laughs> they aren't but their parents yeah probably, oh, no, probably sure. most likely sure. alright there wasn't any they realized that the only way they'd be able to hear what they liked was BYOM bring your own music so they did okay Isaac divulges she can't get a page without at least dropping a name you know no, you have to get a name. Can't get a page out of her without a name drop. Forget who the book is about. Yeah. <laughs> I- Isaac divulges, and they didn't give a whole lot of thought to the music they brought with them. 
at the time. They had no clue how much it would influence them, as the oldest Hanson bro explained to Tulsa World Magazine. Before we left, we bought a bunch of tapes. The Time and Life compilation series of old 50s and 60s rock and roll. Everything from 57 to 69. Nice. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Joe Matthews did write nice. (laughs) All right. Last uh, unfinished sentence here of the page. Okay. We had no radio to listen to. Like, no radio. It's it's such bullshit, dude. It's like, it might not bull- a, what just because it wasn't popular American music, you're just like, no, nah, fuck that shit. They're like, oh, it has an accordion. Yeah, it. I can't listen. What is to this it. steel drum? Yeah, <laughs> the only drums I know have skins. Yeah, these ones are steel. White skins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're terrible people, Hansons. You're terrible. Oh man. Uh. All right, last unfinished sentence. We had no radio to listen to, and it was just a coincidence that we picked this particular style too. End of page. To what? To what? Masturbate 19, to? 19, what was it, 52 to 69? Is that what 50, it was? 57 to 69. 57 to 69. So, oh my God. The, like, there's a good chance that they actually were probably influenced by some pretty solid music. Like... But it's the 90s, remember, everybody. Like, this all takes place in the 90s. Yeah. Like, no, what, early 80s or late 80s, I mean? No, this, this is probably... Uh, the very latest of 80s at that. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, because, like, think about it. Okay, so if Zach is 11 in 97 when this is made? Uh... I think we determined when this was made. There's got to be like a publisher's page here. There's no copyright. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Look for other biographies from Archway Paperbacks. Oh, okay, no, these are by different. I thought she also did a biography on Michael Jordan and Shaquille (laughs) O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal. Famous Irish basketball player. Yeah. <laughs> this is the only Jill Matthews they have listed here. There's okay. gotta be like a Well anyway. 97, 97. Okay, 97. So he's born in what, 86? So there's it has to be early nineties, late eighties. There is definitely like terrestrial radio in these places. Like for sure. Like even in Vietnam, like remember they always talked about like Good the morning ra- Vietnam. <laughs> yeah, or like the well they even had like the the opposing like the 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 North Vietnamese had like a radio station that they were like beaming into like the troop channels yeah. and stuff. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, radio has been around for fucking <laughs> ever. Like yeah. I, uh, the, there's no way that they have like infrastructure to harvest the oil from these nations that their yeah. dad is utilizing and also not have radio like i just i don't uh joe matthews isn't digging deep enough i think again like you were saying i think the parents were lying to them oh for sure their parents were just lying there's gonna be no music or radio so you better be ready every time they saw somebody listen to a radio they just smashed it before the (laughs) came around the corner they were like oh fuck (laughs) no Venezuelans do the, not. Yeah, to the point where they're every, whenever they're walking around the Caribbean island, people are just hiding their shit. 
<laughs> no, it's like it's like a, a a joint effort between the parents and the and the people of the island. They're like, the less white people know about our music, the better. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then the parents are like, the less yeah, they right know around about- this time, the third wave of ska happened. And they're like, we can't we can't let them know. <laughs> oh my god, Hanson is the reason third wave ska happened. They heard some Caribbean music and brought it back. Yeah. This, is, this is new more Ambrose meta. Uh. But hey, we're about to end it. This is the last thing we do every single week here at the More Umbrella. Well, hold on. First of all, thank you. That was Mbop to the top. Make sure to come back every single week. You can hear the entire. I I checked. uh, It's 110, 109 and a half pages officially. So we're about to. And then there's more reading after that where each song from their album is broken down. Oh, my God. I think we might have to save those for like specials. Yeah. But, uh, But yeah, just come back every week. You can hear the chronicle of, you know, the rise of Hanson. Yeah, as written by somebody who was only there a year and a half after it happened. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, that is that. Our last. I mean, it'd be more accurate than the guys. Bible, then, right? True. It was written closer to it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last thing we do every single week here at the Moron Bros is we do our death pool. We try to select a celebrity that we think is going to die between now and the next show. It's not necessarily somebody that we want to die. It's somebody that we think is going to die. And as long as death is going to be a thing, we might as well get pizza out of it. Because uh, if we can select who is going to die between now and the next show, we will have ourselves a pizza party here on the show. If you go to any of our social medias, the Moron Bros show across all social medias, if you go there to our weekly post for this episode, you can select somebody who dies between now and the next show. You can get yourself a pizza on us. We'll DoorDash you a pizza. Uh, just got to make it happen. If you get it right, if we get it right, doesn't matter who gets it right, we will have a pizza party here on, or fuck me, we will make a, do- a donation to the People's Pizza Party of Chicago, a nonprofit organization that brings pizza to houseless people in the city of Chicago. CJ, two weeks ago, what was my pick? That's a good question. Let's see. Uh, it was the. Oh, okay. You had uh, Carlos Zambrano. Oh, I had Carlos Zambrano. I just remembered it because you I had, had uh, DJ Jazzy, 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 Jazzy Jeff. Jeff. Yes. And then Matt had uh, the butler. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this I, week, honestly, I'm going to go with. Um, Albert Pujols. Albert Pujols. Okay. Okay. He's out of the league now officially, I think. So he's probably yeah. going to oh, start. Yeah. He's probably going to stop taking the roids. Mm-hmm. And that, that could fuck with your ticker and stuff. Yeah. True. True. Uh, I'm going to go with Bill Romanowski. Um, I, I was talking to somebody this week at work. I was like, you know, talking about like how terrible some football players are because like Ben Roethlisberger had like this like tear filled like, you know, oh, it's my final game at Heinz Field. And I'm like, and everybody's demonizing Antonio Brown for basically quitting. Because yeah. Arians or uh, yeah, Bruce Arians was trying to fuck him out of like a million dollars or some shit. While celebrating a rapist's career. Yeah, they're celebrating a rapist's career while just demonizing this dude who's just kind of not having a good time and, <laughs> and was like pissed off at his boss. And like. I was like, that's kind of ridiculous. Like, Bill Romanowski was a monster, and we all think of him as, like, Hall of Fame linebacker. But read his fucking book, and he talks about how he was, like, at the bottom of fumble piles, like, snapping people's fingers and shit. I'm like, that's a terrible human being. Right. Like, like, that's a bad guy. But uh, he also did a whole fuck ton of roids, so it's kind of for the same reason you, you picked yours. 
I'm yeah. going with Bill Romanowski. Okay. This is a scary fucking guy, by the way. All right. Like, so we got, even now at like 70, I'm sure that yeah. dude's so fucking scary. Yeah, we got what football man Bill Romanowski and baseball man Albert Pujols. Yep. All right. Well, uh, yeah. We've got uh, two songs coming up, but this has been another episode of the Moron Bros Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I want to thank Sean and Tony again for coming and hanging out, talking movies with us. Oh, yeah. I had a whole bunch of fun. Be on the lookout for uh, more I Thought of a Movie segments. Yeah. Uh, and make sure to check out their podcast. Uh, those guys, they're, they're fun to talk movies with. So Yeah. You haven't seen this? Yeah. Uh, what? You haven't seen this. Y-H... ST? Yeah. YHST. That, they said, YHST look up, across yeah. all social media platforms. Look them up. And go check them out. It. They're fucking funny ass dudes. Cool. I love some Tony. Tony's mass. one of the funniest people I know. Both pretty funny guys. Uh, they both have some, some good takes on movies and that's you know the theme of their show. So Yeah. I'll, if I'll we agree with their movie out. takes, you should definitely go check them out. Um, Sean had mentioned you know he, he was in a anti-flag. We played some anti-flag and he likes that, that political stuff, but he had never heard of propaganda. Oh, uh, yeah. So I sent him a, a couple album links. Uh, and in my excitement for him to discover propaganda, I'm going to play uh, propaganda with Showdown. I'm going to follow it up with some days and days with a flurry rush because we said we were going to play fuzzy music. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did. And they're a scruffy bunch. They are a scruffy bunch. Uh, so Thank I you think, guys again. I think that's going to cover our, our fuzzy music playlist that we ended up with. <laughs> Thank you guys again for tuning into the show. My name is Keegan. I'm CJ. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. See you next week. I do not require a gauge for freedoms of speech because I never asked to be a citizen. I never have and never will pledge allegiance. Who shot and missed Welcome to this world in good identity Want a dad to pacify Generously bestowed my rights I'm feeling complete with Robert Jerry Bow, you've been a scribe 
nothing I can tell you, there's nothing I can say Stunning conversations that to thought Completely free and liberty guaranteed Unless cause you decide I'm not But I'm gonna be resigned to Fall line behind you Tension in the air, I cannot pass What the fuck am I accomplishing? Absolutely nothing Oh, this was a boring time for action But you taught me to be a pun It won't last for long Those who see through the lies Are quickly gagged and bound Ambition realized Tear the whole fucking thing down I was right behind you
within my head This speaks to sabotage my comfort with an existential dread Oh, how nice it'd be to just enjoy one day without the vacuum of anxiety To suck the fun away like it's a gorgeous day outside Too bad that everyone I know will die It doesn't matter what we leave behind We're all standing in place, just launching girls at the sky The finish line of this rat race is just our imminent demise 